Warning, this episode contains depictions of child loss. Viewer discretion and self-care are advised. Greetings, friends, and welcome to the Geek Flag. I am your host and dungeon master for this evening, TJ, and you are watching another D&D party. Everybody is waving hi. You can't Hello. see them. I didn't wave hi. Fuck you. Okay. Rylai didn't wave. Rylai didn't wave. Some I'm of the rest of them eating, did. Though. We also know which ones are the nice ones. Well, I do. You don't. We'll My get cameras. Nobody asked you. <laughs> we'll get cameras eventually, but no promises. So, our I last session. For radio. Maybe. Same. <laughs> Our last session found our party continuing through the tree, on the second floor this time. Though they found more will-o'-wisps in the tree, you managed to skillfully avoid them as you traversed <coughs> what you came to realize was a buried courtyard. More visions were shown to you by the mysterious spirit of the tree, Aubriel. This time, however, they were both of Sildrian's victory in Caliban as well as the death of his wife, Liana, whose crypt you found within the sunken estate. Gifts were left at the crypt, flowers by Eslin, and a handmade bead by Seol, both of which turned to stone at the crypt, forever immortalizing them with the magic that warded it. Once Aubriel showed you of Liana, the corruption that took her, Sildrian's promise to her to keep their daughter safe, and of the defeat of the forces of chaos so long ago, Aubriel challenged you by summoning a crystal golem in the effigy of Sildrian as a test to ensure you strong enough for the rest of the journey. You swiftly put an end to it, satisfying her, and prompting her to release the second barrier and lead you further under the tree. Thanks, girl. Very sad I missed that. I'm kind of sad you missed that, too. It was pretty great. It was a lot. But at least I was able to give you the rundown of, like, everything. Sorry, scratch that. I have the anxiety for radio. You guys were still going. I'm like, I could have shot up because I was way right over there. I was only a few roads that way at a wedding. With the barrier broken, Aubriel begins leading you down another corridor to another stair well, not stairwell, ramp, downwards into the tree. Much of it is supple- supplemented by crystal at this point. A lot of the wood here seems fairly thin by comparison of where you've come from. Yeah. And a lot of the structures are being held up by crystal. And there are many pieces of crystal jutting out of the wall. This pink glass-like crystal. Through the gaps in the wall, you can kind of see through it a little bit and see the roots curving steeply inward towards a central point. Giving you a sense that this floor will be much, much smaller than the other two you've been through so far. After what seems like hours, you all reach the bottom of the stairway, and the air here is almost electric, static. You can feel the hair on your arms standing on end, strands on the top of your head flitting about in the powerful energies here. Well, except for Hammer, because he's a hairless robot. Uh, Aubriel, in silence, leads you to the first room of the floor. I don't want to see under his loincloth. Straight Kendall. I just drank it. <laughs> just drank it from the side of his mouth. My mouth has many uses. 
Apparently also from the side. Exactly. What? This is a <laughs> 15 by 15 room where crystal seems to have overtaken much of the architecture here. It seems to have been a house at one point, maybe, uh, or some sort of building, but there are large crystal deposits pushing up from the floor and from the walls, almost like floral arrangements as it just punches through all of the architecture. Any furniture that was here has either been destroyed by the crystal or overtaken by it. And Aubriel speaks softly. If you are tired, we may rest for but a moment here. I shan't keep you long. There is much work to be done as of yet. However, I will keep watch to maintain the peace. My power is strong here and we will not be harmed or found by any aberrant creatures or by Morgul. Once you have rested, if you choose to, I know time is of the essence. Uh, we shall continue. We are nearing the end of your enlightenment. Do we need a short rest? Um, I think I'm okay. Wait, so <clears throat> so some DMs, like, they don't let you level unless you take a rest? Is that what this is? Like, we can rest and actually level and then use our special stuff? Or we just yeah. automatically, okay. Okay. No, I'm, I'm giving you the option to rest here to get I don't your really stuff need a short back. Rest, but I also don't really need Wait, like much because stuff. barbarian. <laughs> no, <laughs> your your level ups, your oh. level ups. You can use uh, hit dice to heal any hit points that you might need done. Uh, if you need, no, turn it off. <laughs> turn it off. Copyright. Well, you said it's electrifying, so. <laughs> um, yeah. Anyway, uh, we'll give you an option here to, if you've got anything to give you spell slots back, your normal short rest stuff, but this yeah, is a safe space. Okay, do we want a short rest? Perfect. I cannot get yes. my slots okay. back. I get my two beast shapes back. Mm-hmm. Alright, so I will... Can I get some slots back? On a short rest? Uh, your blood well vial gives you something on a short rest, I believe. You'll have to double check. Time to use the short rest to use my, my fine steed, but I'll wait until we can uh, discuss that. Can't really, can't really ride a steed underground. <laughs> Debatable. Debatable. <laughs> any hit dice to recover hit points I'm while you're lazy. carrying the vial, you can regain five sorcery points. Cool. That's exactly the amount I have. I think once we're above ground, I'll talk to you about that. We can work okay. Okay. We I, I have an idea. This, this, is, this is your <laughs> moment where you are getting like your level up stuff. Okay. So your hit point maximum will go up, though you will still be at whatever you were at at the end of the last combat with Sildrian. Okay. I used to hit dying in 10 hit points. Okay. I have 53 out of 54. I was only down three points, so I'm not going to worry about it. I'll be down. I do kind of wish sorcerers could get spell slots back because we already have so little spells. If you were a warlock, you could get spells back. You can trade your sorcery points for spell slots. I. Yeah. It's two points per spell slot. Yeah. He's right. 
if I use a hit die when I'm full up, is like, can I do that or no? You can. You can yeah, it. it would be a waste, except you would get your I sorcery points back. I would get all of back. my sorcery points back, yeah. so I could convert some of my stuff. Yes. Haha! To... <gasps> I'm. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Break the game! <laughs> it's like a white fracture. Don't break it, though. I know. I knocked my. No okay. okay. Sorry. Okay. It's buggy. All of you take your rest. Aubrielle, actually, everybody can give me a perception check. Natural 20. Okay. Glad I got that nat 20 now and not later. Eight. Okay. Six or seven. I just shut down staring at her. (laughs) (laughs) She looks at you slightly frightened. No, um... So with your nat 20, I'm going to give it to you. She seems tense. The The last room where her normal serene facade broke with Sildrian's tears and him talking to Liana at the crypt in one of the last visions that you saw, she seems to have maintained that empathy and there's a sadness and a heaviness to her that really hasn't presented itself before and now that you guys are on this particular third floor she's starting to seem tense and uneasy so is she a ghost or like can we touch her I mean, she has reached out and touched a couple of you. Okay. No. Yeah, Eslin's been holding her hand mm-hmm. oh. throughout some of this stuff. I'm sorry, I just realized that at fifth level, I now and she's have. Like, she's like uh, the size of a child, right? Two of the hit dice yes. for my for my so, uh, cantrips. Hammer will so go up to her and actually do damage. Like, I guess take a knee so he's more closer. <laughs> okay. <laughs> she still looks up at you. Yeah, and just put my hand on her shoulder and fall to small. Don't worry, child. Fultus will protect us and destroy this evil. She kind of cocks her head to the side as you speak. A worshiper of Fultus. He seems to have found a decent champion. I don't know if that's what I would call myself, but... I will shed his justice wherever I can find her. You will shine his justice wherever I find her. You will see one day. I hope so. And I'll go back to okay. Steering and her, did you see the double wings? <laughs> I'm like over in the corner, like fangirling hard with you. Sale is just like completely like like when somebody info dumps and you you're not really interested in what's going on, but you're like, I don't want to make you upset for. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've been sticking next to Sayol because yeah. he was having issues with everything that they saw. Oh yeah, lots so, of gore. Um, she's literally, like, she's trying to distract you, but she's also fangirling hard. Yeah, no, he's, he's totally <laughs> listening, like, doing the nods of the good times, uh, occasionally, like, trying to say something and realize, wait, no, I, that, bad time to come in, hold on. <laughs> bad at sentencing. 
I'm still very excited for my 2D, <coughs> for my cantrips. Now. Yes. Oh, yeah, your cantrips go up. Yeah, your cantrips yeah. are 2D now. They can do damage oh. now instead um, of just is there anything 1D6. In this hour, is there anything else that anyone would like to do? Other than literally, like, vibrating about all of the... I mean, she's very mm-hmm. sad also from what they have saw, but, like, she's fixated on mm-hmm. the I visions mean, of getting to see Theron. Right. I'm good. I got two spells um, back. My <laughs> breaking game. For you, Naya, and for Eslin, this energy feels very familiar. Eslin, this feels like the energy that touches your consciousness when you try to commune and talk with the tree. This is very similar to what's the word I want the, the twinge of energy that you felt Naya when you were introduced mm-hmm. to the tree there's something else about it there's something that feels familiar about it to you more more so than you thought you would uh, give me just a straight d20 roll You can't, you can't quite put your finger on it at first, but then you realize that the taste in your mouth, the the ozone, the electricity, and you don't know why it clicks, but it does click with you, very similar to energies that you have felt from your father at some point, but you can't quite place it. Dad? <laughs> yeah, I, I will actually like. At some point, when I realize it, I'll actually start looking around for him to make sure mm. I'm not crazy, that he's not here. He's <laughs> not. You're, you're looking around, and there's no way that he could have really gotten this far under this tree to this <coughs> little room here quicker than you. Right, yeah. right. <laughs> we look back, and uh, the dragon's just, like, just wormed its way into the cave and... <laughs> Help. I don't know how I got this far, but I'm right. stuck. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Help. Uh, fizzy drink just went up and nose. Yeah. Bother. Oh. You're supposed to drink it, not breathe it's, it. No, it splashed into my nostril. Yeah. You're supposed to drink energy drinks, not snort them. That's something else. Don't test me. This energy feels familiar. This is not the appropriate oh, song. This is an absolutely appropriate Reminds song. Me of my this is one of the best songs in the playlist. Hmm. I know. Because this is the this song is appropriate for everything. <laughs> this is the home energy that I always feel from the tree. Just a lot stronger. How does it feel like He's strong. Maybe someone of your ancestor helped set the tree? Well, I mean, he was there. You saw him with the wings and... Did you see the double wings? <laughs> <laughs> I did see the double wings. They Wait, were, hold on. I they were this. impressive. <laughs> they really were. Like, so sad, though. Gonna switch it out. That is upside down. I'm I still need to. That's a really okay. long rod you got there. Oh, gosh. It's a microphone stand, not a rod. Yeah, <laughs> you rubbed that rod. It's a good thing that I'm never getting monetized for this. <laughs> Why do I not have that picture? Oh, now he's twisting it. I showed you it last time. Why do I not have I that picture? Because I haven't finished it yet. I need to actually sure. do lining and stuff. Try like to be coloring. helpful. No one wants my help. <laughs> Who are you? You twist that rod. Anything else? Anything else, in, anything else in this hour? 
besides waiting for you to buy the dress for me? You said you wanted me to cosplay this. I do. But not right now. <laughs> ah, why you lick my paper? Don't you put it close it. to my face. I'm sorry, do you want to get drunk off the markers? They're Maybe. alcohol markers. Make for a fun session. Yes. <laughs> Don't sniff Copics. As your rest comes to an end, she walks over to another archway opposite the room from where you guys walked in, covered in that same crystalline pink, semi-opaque crystal glass, and that one shatters at her touch as well. A narrow pathway greets you as she leads you through this. And as you guys progress through this floor, these crystalline clusters and structures become much, much, much more commonplace until it's easier to find a place with them on the wall or on the floor than not. Can I take one? A small you can try. I was just thinking this. I was I'm asking Gabrielle. I'm not going to take oh, something off the tree okay. without asking. <laughs> oh, um, of course. And she reaches and touches the tip of one of the crystalline structures. And it shatters into a few pieces which move over to your guys' hands. And anybody who wants a piece of this crystalline structure can uh, ha- add one yeah. to your inventory. Thank you. It's not actually in the item list. You can just add it as a custom item. Pink crystal. Just one giant Maybe. crystal tree. Gotcha. Oh. That's what you said, right? No. Uh, I don't think we've got the whole tree. <laughs> well, why not? We not have gotten the whole tree. I'd be concerned if we, we should go back it. to your town, like, dragging it behind us. We got the tree, guys. I'd be concerned <laughs> like, if we uh, could fit a whole tree in our pockets. So would I. The pathway eventually ends after a few moments in a large circular chamber. Very similar to the previous room with uh, the crystal deposits, uh, as well as some carved rock and eroded earth that make up this room. There's a doorway to the north from here, and the room is otherwise bare save for the re-emergence of the roiling light that watches high above your heads near the ceiling. This is the last vision that I will show you. Well, all of you but one, and her eyes hang on you for a moment, Eslin. When you are ready, I will show you what you must know. Everyone ready? Yes. Mm-hmm. So really quick, how do you add custom? <clears throat> go to uh, you just inventory. go to your inventory. Yeah. Uh, and then there should be one of the red icons on there is like add custom item or something like ah, that. Uh, I'm sorry, I'm blind. All right, continue. <laughs> she opens her mouth as she exhales. The light above your head flashes, and as it does from her mouth from her eyes the light flashes as well you're standing behind a door 
peering in on Sildrian, your father, the platinum-haired, silver-eyed elf that you've all become quite familiar with at this point from these visions. He's speaking with a woman, dwarven in stature, though with the facial features of a gnome. What do you mean? She's my daughter. She's barely in her fortieth year. This can't be the only way. Change out the music. The woman responds, You must, Sildrian. The offering must be of divine nature and pure of heart and soul in order to keep Morgul's immense power at bay. She claims lineage to Corallon, and she has never seen the corruption. Then find someone else! He shouts and cuts her off. Any other sacrifice would be in vain, Sildrian. Think of the people, this land that you love. Your pride alone would be enough to allow Morgul's power to flourish. The woman's face softens, and she extends a hand to put on Sildrian's shoulder as his face drops into his hands. No one wants the girl to die, but there are no other options. I... Her own voice cracks, and tears begin streaming down her cheeks. <coughs> you find yourselves walking forward, bare feet patting softly on the stone ground to your father and the strange woman who has such an intense aura of power around her. Though you don't know who she is, you can sense Aubrielle's familiarity with her. You reach forth your hand and put it on your father's arm. Father, you feel your mouth move, but hear Aubrielle's voice come forth. Please, if it means saving everyone, I'm willing to do it, I must. Please don't cry. Sildrian turns to look at all of you, or well, look at you, his silver eyes shimmering with tears. Aubrielle, no, I cannot sacrifice you. I cannot lose you. Not after I swore to your mother I would keep you safe. Father, you feel your face grow stern. He had never been the same since your mother's death. There's an understanding that he's unwilling to follow through because of his promise to Liana, and because you are all he has left in this world. Even so, while you are young by elven standards, you have seen the lifetime of a human adult, and you understand what must be done. I have made my own decision, Father. You must use my life force to seal away the power of that gem. That is enough, Aubrielle! He snaps. I will hear no more of this! Sildrian, the other woman starts. No, Ula, I have heard enough from you as well! He takes a moment. Though you may be a god, you overstep by interfering with my family. You and the rest of the divine be damned! He spits on the ground and Ula's face hardens. Sildrian, you would do well not to use that petulant tone with me. You will learn to mind your tone when speaking to the gods. This is your one and only warning. The room darkens. And the scene shifts. You slip through the door at night. You hope that your father hasn't seen you. So you seek out Ula, who is standing beside the stream that rounds your father's estate, and you pad up behind her. You can see her staring up at the moon, brilliant, full, pale white. As you approach, 
She speaks. Hello, little one. She brings her sleeve up and wipes her eyes and turns to look at you. Though she's trying to hide it, you can tell that she's been crying. Ula, why doesn't father understand what must be done? The longer we wait, the closer Morgul comes to reviving from his phylactery. Can't we do the ritual without him? Ula frowns. No, child. We cannot. The seed must be imbued by a willing caster, offering the pure soul of someone he holds dear. It's foul, profane magic that asks for the sacrifice of a loved one. But it is the only way to keep Morgul's power at bay. Your soul is descended from the divine, so your soul would be that much more powerful in keeping his evil at bay. But it's a tall ask for someone to sacrifice a child. Especially one so young- Ula, I know what you're going to say, but do not! You interrupt her, mirroring your father. I'm young by the standards of elves, and especially by the standards of the divine. But I have lived the life of an adult human. I'm forty years old, and I'm quite capable of making my own decisions. I'm not a human child that is hopeless without their mother's milk. You must help me get father to see. We can't let Morgul rise to power once again. I wish I could, Aubrielle. But your father's pride is not only his power, but his downfall. I will try, though I fear his decision has been made and he will not see reason in this matter. I've heard quite enough. Sildrian's voice comes from the shadows. And your head turns to see him slipping from an alcove beneath or between two buildings from the direction of your mother Liana's <coughs> crypt. His aura is intense, and you can feel it pressing down on you. It's hard to tell if he's going to draw the curved blade at his side, push past you both, or gods know what else. He walks up to you, his silver eyes peering harshly into your own. Is your resolve so strong to become a sacrificial lamb for something that may not even keep the dragon at bay? You square yourself up, bringing yourself up to your full height and meeting his gaze with a harsh glare of your own. My resolve is not of question, father. It is your foolishness that falls short. You feel hot tears of anger spring to your eyes as you yell. You, the hero of this realm, would allow it to fall to ruin by falling short of your duty to it. What would mother say if she were here? You blurt out in your anger and immediately regret your words. Father, I... I'm sorry. You hastily try to apologize. Sildrian's shoulders slump and he sighs. No, you're right. Very well. You who are strong of will is your mother. I know I cannot change your mind. We will prepare for the ritual at once. And again, the scene shifts. You're now watching the ritual much like your first visions of Caliban and Morgul's assault on the city. Sildrian is on his knees at the foot of a crystal coffin. Ula puts a hand on his shoulder, a solemn expression on her face. You see, for the first time in this vision, Aubriel, as she climbs on top of the coffin and lays down on it. For fun, I would like everybody to give me a perception check. Did you say for fun? Yes, he did. 14. 14. 21. Oh, dang. I said six or seven last time because I didn't remember that my thing is actually 24. So, 
Big old five. The scene is... We've seen nothing! The scene is like a train wreck you can't look away from. You all know what's coming at this point. Mine was a 23. Yes, Yes, thank you. We know your wisdom is probably the highest here. (laughs) Yes. Uh, What did you say you rolled, Hammer? Uh, 14. So, Hammer, Naya, Eslin, and Seol. As you're looking at Aubrielle climbing onto this coffin, something strikes you. The visage of Aubrielle that you have all been following has black hair. However, in this vision, the Aubrielle that you see has the platinum blonde hair of her mother's. Sildrian kisses Aubriel's forehead. Are you ready? He asks, and you see Aubriel nod. Sildrian takes a step back, and a glowing circle of light appears at his fingertips. And he begins weaving the magic between his fingers and speaking in a language that none of you except Volkir understand. Though, while you have an inherent understanding of it, it is not something that has a direct translation to common. It's an incantation of some sort. Aubrielle begins to glow, lightly at first, building up to a glowing beacon of light that seems to light up the Valdorian homestead in the light of the moon. Aubrielle's body lifts from the crystal, and with a blinding flash, her body disappears, leaving only the roiling, opalescent light that you have all seen so many times through your descent into this tree. All at once, the light rushes into the coffin, illuminating it from within as this liquid light reassembles Aubrielle's body inside the glowing coffin as an effigy of light. Sildrian continues his incantation, the language growing like a chorus as the circle between his hands widens, and as it does, the coffin begins to sink into the ground. There's a loud singularity explosion noise that radiates from where the coffin sank into the ground. The ground splits, devouring houses, buildings, Sildrian's home, the courtyard that you are standing in, everything coming into place now. And from it shoots massive tendrils of wood that wrap around themselves until, after but a few moments, you're staring at the tree in its entirety. As the silence sits, deafening on your ears. The vision begins to fade. Your vision goes to black. And slowly, you come back to the circular chamber 
that you were standing in before this. Wait, we teleported, or or the one before the vision started? From before the, okay. when the vision started. I thought you meant like we went back to like no, the no, first no, room. No, no, okay. no, 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 no. You're in the circular <coughs> chamber that you walked into before this vision hit. Royal Light would just say, see, gods are dicks. Gods <laughs> are definitely dicks. Now do you see why I don't like them? Huh. The prophet is not... Uh, mean. <laughs> I thought you didn't believe in them. No, I believe them. I just hate them. They're just that very powerful beings that like think they're all high and mighty because they, they can they do are. so many spells and stuff. Well, Not the time or place, wizard. Okay, maybe later. Not the time or place. Please. She I will. platinum hair and now it's black. <clears throat> Correct. My thought is that she's slowly getting taken over by more cool. That's what I was thinking as well. Sorry, I, I'm not trying yeah. to speak in the mic. Oh, child. I'm so sorry. And you can see, though she's trying to cover it, there are tears uh, streaming down Aubrielle's cheeks as these memories are also getting very difficult for her. I don't think I like when, like, yeah. you, you get that from? thing where, like, you say something and then your brain just kind of nopes and it feels like you didn't oh, say yeah, it no. even though it's you just right, like, yes. doesn't know, like, yeah. how to interact like, right now, so it's like... We're in Aubrielle's point yeah. of view <laughs> with her, like, you feel your mouth move, but really? it's mm-hmm. like a different a voice or you sound yes. like... That felt very similar and my brain was like... I want to go. I want to whisper to her, like the vision or whatever, and ask if she's truly the soul of the vision, or the soul of the girl that we had seen. Yes. And I want to do insight check with Rolling. guidance. While Hammer's doing that, natural twenty plus four. She is <laughs> entirely truthful with you. Okay. Okay, Hammer's getting all the net 20s tonight. Right. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Let's just Look, call this I, I rolled two net 20s session. with this green die. Just wait. Okay. Um, the uh, hammer time? Yeah, hammer <laughs> time. time. So this is just my roll for everything. We cannot touch him. Right. Um, but while Rylight's at, or while Hammer's asking that question, Rylight would think back on the, uh, like, what he just saw. Would he recognize the light that was emanating? Like the magical like essence that was being pulled and everything. I'm going to say no. Mm-hmm. You say oh would be able to recognize it as some sort of divine light. Okay. It is of divine origin, which is <laughs> why the joys of being a divine source. Yes. Which is why okay. you Rylite would not So You would understand it was magic, but it mm-hmm. would be fairly foreign. It to didn't you. look like the raw no, magical. No, 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 okay. no. This uh, is definitely a spell of some sort of divine creation. Gotcha. After right. Hammer asks his question, gets his answer, uh, Sable just kind of looks at uh, Aubrielle and um, your hair was lighter in the vision. Why is it different now? 
she falters for a moment, not expecting this question. It has been hundreds of years since the events of these visions that I have shown you. Though I still have my power, Morgul's power continues to grow, and we feed off of one another. So... Eventually, I fear that I too could be consumed. Gabrielle, you were so brave. How did you... How were you able to do it? Those who have been blessed by the divine or claim lineage to the divine, they tend to think differently than many of the other peoples of this world. And it's not a matter of intelligence. It's not a matter of wisdom, it's a matter of perspective. Those of us who can claim lineage to the divine, those of us who have been touched by the divine, our perspective is vastly different as we see this world as a whole. The elven god Corlon the Rethian is my grandfather. And thus I inherited, for lack of better terms, his sense of perspective which is why it was easy for me to understand what must be done and my father's pride got in his way I don't think any parent would want to give give up their child regardless of whether they're divine or not I agree so I can see his perspective as can I as well as yours to be honest when this whole thing first started, I I thought you might be Morgul. <laughs> I'm glad I was wrong. She actually giggles a little bit at that. The song, or the, the, the sound echoing almost melodically from the crystal walls. I had wondered, but the truth is in some ways much more grim. I would ask you not hate my father or think less of him. Never. He was a wonderful father and a wonderful man, though his pride did get in his way at times. But he he followed through. Yes. And I do not regret my lot in death or life. I got to be a hero to save everyone. I got to be the guiding voice for people through the ages and see new lives begin and old lives end. The full circle of life that I might have never seen had this not happened. Your father is the hero that you think he is. You can see her visibly relax. There was some sort of fear building up that perhaps you would think less of him. And knowing that you don't seems to put her at ease. My father's my hero as well. 
We are kindred spirits, then. I'll nod. Dash a few tears away. But there is one more vision that I must show Eslin alone. If you could all follow me, uh, I will leave you in the next room and take Eslin with me. We'll follow. Okay. Uh, she leads you down a crystal-lined hallway until the pathway diverges. She turns to all of you. This is where Eslin and I must leave you. I would ask the rest of you enter the room down this hallway. She points to the smaller of the two hallways that turns about ten feet into it. The final vision is for Eslin's eyes alone. I want to thank you all for everything that you have done thus far. I believe you will be able to finally eradicate this world of Morgul's malice and evil once and for all. When Eslin and I are finished, I will allow you into the barrier chamber to rejoin us. Those of you that go down... Oh, I forgot a quotation mark. Uh, those of you that do go down this path find yourselves in what appears to be another building. It has features akin to a chapel or a small church. Crystal have long, has long overtaken what should have been stained glass. And this all-encompassing pink crystal covers everything on the floor. Pews, candlesticks, all of it. At the other end of the room is another doorway blocked by crystal. We'll wait here. Are you ready, Heslin? As ready as I'm going to be. I'll Let's squeeze go. Eslin's hand as she walks by. Squeeze it back. Eslin, you are led through one final long twisted corridor that ends at a door. Arbriel reaches forward and opens it, and you immediately recognize the interior of Sildrian's home. It seems to be the only building here free of these crystal protrusions. As you walk in, looking around, you see Liana's sword and breastplate still hanging by the door. There are other elements here that you saw as well. A small table in the corner that you saw Sildrian sitting at marking something down on paper. Sildrian's bladed shield is on the wall behind it as well as an old, decrepit map of ancient Elderon, the world that you guys live in. Aubrielle sits the side of the table her father was sitting in your past visions, and motions to the chair opposite of her. Please sit, Eslin. She sits. Okay. I would like to ask you, what do you know of the nature of the tree? I know what I've learned, what I've studied, that it was, it is, a living guardian for something 
evil underneath. And now I've learned that there's way more to it than that. I've learned my family history, the Estrella name, is very closely tied to this tree. It has been for centuries, thousands of years. And I've learned that I'm part of it. She nods along with you as you speak, taking a moment to kind of straighten out around her legs the the simple white shift that she's wearing. But her eyes, childlike but dignified, are trained on you, drinking in every word that you say. You know much, Eslin Estrella. You are wise beyond your years. I knew it was the correct choice to reach out to you. You are the only one in Eldrick that I have considered a true friend. You talk with me, laugh with me, cry with me. Her face relaxes a bit. She frowns. Even the High Guardian no longer speaks with me as they used to. I have missed you while you have been gone, but I am happy that you are here now. You honor me with your presence. Please, allow me to fully introduce myself. Though I am sure you have come to this conclusion by now, my name is Aubriel Valdorian. My father was Sildrian Valdorian, the first of the Eldrickian order. My mother, Liana, daughter of Corallon Erethian, and sworn protector of the realm. I am the soul of the seed of Ula's navel that was planted to grow the tree you were sworn to protect. The history that you have learned in Eldric, while mostly true, has been altered, as you have seen, by request of my father. He always feared what others would think of him if the truth was known about the tree and about my sacrifice. He always loved the people in this, in this land, and he feared he would become an exile from the land that he loved. But please, I ask again, do not think ill of him. He was the most wonderful father, and as I stated in the previous room, I do not regret my lot in life or in death. My life for the protection of the continent of Elden, nay, the world, is but a small price to pay. And her brow furrows. You can see tears beginning to well up in her eyes. But I only answered partially truth with a partial truth to your tiefling friend. My power grows weak. Morgul's power grows. And I am so tired. I, she pauses for a moment to collect herself. I'm getting ahead of myself. First, 
I would like you to see the truth. She leans forward and places her hand on your forehead. And your vision goes dark. For a moment. Before coming back to you. This vision picks up where the last faded. Sildrian falls forward on the ground, the ritual taking so much out of him. Ula picks him up and carries him across the small stream that surrounds what is now the tree, the river that you crossed to get to the tree where the bridge was destroyed. And carries him to a building and lays him in a bed. She glows with divine light, which transfers to Sildrian as she touches him, imbuing him with energy to replace that which was lost. You see time speed up before you, and as day breaks through the windows, you see Sildrian's eyes open. He sits up in bed as Ula watches him. Ula, I... He starts. No. We will speak of it after you've healed, she responds. Time again passes quickly. And in a matter of a few moments, you see the days, the weeks that it took for Sildrian to finally become revitalized from the magic and energy spent in this spell. Your vision follows him outside and back to the tree, singing to it and to Aubriel. Ula stands with him and watches. Looking up at the tree, listening to Sildrian's song, and the birds that can faintly be heard from the branches lowest on the tree, still hundreds of feet above. Part of the cracked earth remains as the mouth of the cavern that you entered when you started this venture. But the homestead, Liana's crypt, even his home, have been swallowed by the earth as it opened. He and Ula step into a cavern, into the cavern and make their way through the roots that you have traversed until they get to a small stone room near the center of the first floor. Sildrian pulls a lump of clay out of a pouch at his side and deftly begins to work it. Why didn't you complete the ritual, Sildrian? Ula finally speaks, her voice compassionate but firm. Sildrian's hands stop, and he lifts his head to look at her. Because I couldn't follow through. I... I couldn't bear the chance of never seeing her again in the afterlife. At least now I know that she is here and can hear me. I can feel her here. It's my only consolation, and the one small thing I have left in this world of the happiest moments of my life. My wife, my daughter, they're gone. And I'm alone in this world. You are not alone, Sildrian. You have your friends. I love you as a brother, miserable thorn in my side you can be at times. She offers a small smile, and the corner of Sildrian's mouth curves upward in a weak mirror of it. Siblings intensifies. There are many that still care for you, and I know that you care for the denizens of this world as well. 
Though they cannot replace your family, and I know that no one can replace them. There is no harm in sharing your love with them as well. Be that as it may, how can I face them when I've not fully removed Morgul from power? He is sealed by the spirit of my daughter, whom I have doomed to live eternally here, as the spirit of the tree over my own selfish pride, because I could not stand the thought of even a chance of never seeing her again. I have only staved off the inevitable. I have not saved anyone. You're wrong, Sildrian. You have admitted your shortcoming in this ritual. You have saved everyone for now. You have laid the building blocks for someone else to come along and finish what you started. I know not how long this magic can last. But it will last for a long time. Though I should be infuriated with you, I cannot find it in my heart. You have given much, and should be commended for that at the very least. You deserve your reprieve, however that, however that may happen. You have done enough. Someone else, eh? I pray they will be able to do what I could not. They would be the true hero then. You know, he chuckles. I never wanted to be a hero. I would have been content to just stay with my family and live out our lives and turn a blind eye, yet... His hands stop again for a moment from working the clay as he ponders his next words. And they start working the clay again. I don't think I'd have done anything differently when I look back at the past. It's a strange, silly thing, is it not? Ula contemplates for a moment and shakes her head. No, I don't think so. The very reason you are a hero is because you didn't want it. The very reason you found your wife and had your family to begin with was because of your skills as a general and the way the fates cast your lot in life. I do not think they have any regrets either. You're a good man, Sildrian. Don't ever forget that. <laughs> yes, a good man that sacrificed his daughter. The sake of many over the sake of the few. Sildrian sighs. I will learn to live with myself one day. But for now, we need to start working on the protective charms to help protect the tree. I think it best that the others not know the truth of what happened here. Perhaps we will alter history, only slightly, so I'm not cast away. Shall we go? Ula nods. If you wish for that, then that is what we'll do. She turns to walk away back to the cavern opening. Sildrian stands for a moment and mutters an incantation. An incantation that you recognize. Eslin. On the ground, he bends down and he places what you now see was an effigy of the tree. From the ground where it sits, the stone begins to meld and shape upwards until the effigy of the tree that you saw so long ago stands in the center of the room. He begins to sing, and as he does, 
the words etched themselves into the side of the stone dais. The writing on the side that you found in our first session in this dungeon, on full display, is his morning song for Abriel. <sighs> Together we walk our separate paths, my path earth and your path light. My sorrow waters the soil I tread and brings life to your power. Though in the silent darkest hours your peace brings me no comfort, I'd give my all to kiss your head. Though cold and crystal you rest, may the heavens guard your soul in death and forgive me what I've done. For the fates have stolen my joy from me and turned my heart to ash. For now we walk our separate paths, though I pray one day they cross again. So I can hold you in my arms and kiss your head once more. As the last notes of the song begin to fade, he turns to walk away. And the vision fades once again. And you are sitting across from Abriel in Sildrian's home. And I think, judging from the reactions of the table, this is a good place to take a break. Welcome back. We are back to the second portion of our show after everybody has calmed down and many ah. tears were shed and I there's told suddenly a pterodactyl and a raptor. And ASL and everyone laughed. Yeah, we were, we were we uh, were we were saved by ASL. Hooray for sign language. You, Eslin, are sitting alone with Aubrielle in the Sildrian Valdorian household. Just having seen this vision. Aubriel sits back down, removing her hand from your forehead, the rest of the truth now being seen by you. She's panting lightly. Now that you know the truth, what questions do you have for me? Forty-two. Pretty much at this moment, yes. <laughs> what is the meaning of life? Um, <laughs> I can't teach them anything. So it's not a funny enough sign. If he didn't finish the ritual. What do we need to do now? Honestly, I believe you would have to venture further beneath to where the actual coffin that contains my body rests. Far below this, even far below the barrier, is where the coffin's final resting place is, as is Morgul's egg, phylactery, whatever you wish to call it. But I am unsure how the rest of the ritual works. But we have to complete it, right? 
if the ritual is not completed, I fear that I will f lose myself entirely to Morgul. I do not believe I will be consumed by him. I believe I will eventually be corrupted by him and become a shadow of what I was supposed to be. Morgul's power would be set to roam free, amplified by my own. I don't wish for that to happen. Well, then we can't have that. No. I mean, that, that can't happen. No, it can't. And I've had hundreds of years to think. I don't believe that... I don't believe that my soul would just disappear. I believe it is the sacrifice of a divine being for the removal of one that harbors the evil that Morgul harbors. My father bound my spirit to this tree in an effort to seal him but he knew we all knew once he chose this path it wouldn't last forever I'm tired I miss my family I miss my father coming to sing to me I only knew he passed when he stopped. Will you be at rest when the ritual is done? I believe I will. I have hoped that I will be. But if... If my spirit were to be sacrificed in order to remove Morgul's malice and hatred and evil. The tree would become just that, a tree. It would no longer be the beacon, the special thing that it is now. I know that your people have built their lives upon protecting this in hopes that what lies underneath Morgul's phylactery would never come back to power. But I believe the people of Eldric would persevere. And I believe the people of Eldric would find a new purpose in life. We already honor learning and discovery and go out into the world to learn more and see what's out there. I think we will continue to do that. But... It is more important for you to complete your mission. We have our missions. You need to complete yours. And you need to be able to rest. And Morgul is the most important to keep out of the world right now. And if you're willing to help us with that, then we can do it. Then I ask you, Eslin Estrella, complete what my father could not. Let me rest. End 
Morghul's reign of terror on this world, though many don't remember him, is still here. Will you do that? Simply put, yes. And the facade breaks. And you see Aubrielle become a child again. As she hops up and rushes over to you and jumps into your lap and wraps her arms around you. (laughs) Wrap my arms back around her and give her the security she needs. She stays there several minutes. You can't really tell if she's crying. You can't really tell what she's doing. You just feel her. The pulsating, radiant, static energy that she emits, especially here where her power is so strong. Shall we rejoin the others? We can give it another couple minutes, and then we shall. She continues laying there, in a way, letting her need for the mother figure come forward as she just rests against you. For she finally stands. And she walks over. She pulls Sildrian's shield off of the wall. And Liana's blade and breastplate. Give these to your party. Use what you will. Give the rest to whomever may need. It will help you in your in your ventures underneath. As you wish. Let's go. And she opens a little side door out of the kitchen area. And behind it, it's just, it opens straight into this other room. It's very sterile. Uh, The other group who is separated out, the barrier of crystal disappears and allows you into this room as well. I think that's our cue. Mm Mm-hmm. Now, I will say, in the time that Eslin was seeing this vision, it's been close close to an hour, or so you think. In this time, is there anything that all of you would have done? It would have come to you sooner, but I did not want to detract from Eslin's moment. So, Volkir... Why did you decide to come with us? You threw yourself into the fray with us without even knowing who we were. And now you're traveling beneath Eldrick <clears throat> for a purpose you just learned about. Uh, simplest way I could say it is I the night before I had a dream, vision, whatever you wish to call it. Uh, I was there when 
what's the bad guy's name? Therox. Therox. That guy. <laughs> Thanks, what? I hate him. Yeah. Well, uh, when like, he was... <laughs> you all confronted him. And that night was when I had the dream saying, they will need my help. And upon seeing him and his armies outside the walls, figured this must be what I saw. So, why not help? We're very lucky to have you. You've helped us all several times already. Can't take you seriously. Your whole mouth is blue. <laughs> see, see, not just me. Rock it's candy, everyone. Me. <laughs> that we're calling Smurfs now. <laughs> Entire no. mouth. His lips are blue. <laughs> we are lucky to have you. Thank you for coming with us. Of course. This may not be the best time to ask, but does anybody know how many days have passed? We only have three. Fourteen. I don't think how watches exist yet. <laughs> well, I have I'll a take Keen Mind next level and then <laughs> I was actually really mess with TJ. <laughs> you <clears throat> had your short rest and everything. It's been another hour here. Even shorter resting. We took one long rest so far. Yeah. Right. So You've taken like one long rest so far. You're somewhere in day two, and your bodies are starting to feel tired. Fantastic. Can we not have exhaustion by the end of this? <laughs> That's why we're resting. Accent. That's my accent. I know. <laughs> I actually have a question for the group. What are we all doing? I mean, we started so long ago, barely knew anyone, like, really outside of our little worlds. Sir, hey, we all had this dream together. Let's go investigate. We investigated a little bit, went to a church, went to a town, then kind of just kept going on. What What are we? Are we a group? I think we're saving the world. Well, but why? Like, I realize destiny, or whatever you want to call it, has driven us all together, but what are we? Are we friends? Are we acquaintances? Are we a family? Are we just here to save the world? And then after the world has been saved for the billionth time in a row, we just go our separate ways until we die? What do you feel? I don't... Do you feel we're friends? I care about you. I feel We've like family is a little bit too times. strong right now. I mean, yes, you've brought me back from death, but you've also put me in death's <laughs> arm, so... I think you did that yourself, darling. Hey, there you was times the where wolf? I ran away, and the things were super fast, and I'm sorry, but Metal you... Man won't let me take him apart. I would not enjoy that. I would, though. We've, we've been together for, what, like, three weeks? You're a gnome. Total? Why did you think Maybe you were faster than any animal at it's all? Been... You shush your mouth. If I could... I think silence. it's been close to a month, month and a silence? half. Okay, yeah. so I'm not far off. Yeah, no, you're except like, for me, so I'm pretty sure it's been like a except week. Except it's been like a week for sales. The sales drive a couple of days for too strong at this point, but I could see us becoming one. It's been like I, two I, days. I, I, I think friends at this point. I tend to agree with you. It just, I feel well, like we're all kind of just going off by the loops on our belts and just kind of. Well, going wait, with the flow, my, not really thinking about My father did long say term. that he thinks that we're part of saving the world because of the bond of the vision we all had. That is something he did mention. This is true, but... And it is history repeating itself. And 
there were heroes then as well. Perhaps it's our turn. Did someone say heroes? Mm. I think the gods <laughs> just work in <laughs> strange ways. We can't really tell what they're going to do. It's not wrong. <clears throat> You're right. Maybe we should put a cork in this and kind of wait till Esme gets corks. back. And, <laughs> but well, I yeah, think it's a good discussion. I think it was a good question. Yeah. It's just... Everyone think about it. Just think about what is it this for you? Because I've been thinking about it and, well, a month, two months ago, I didn't even really know. any. Well, two months ago, I didn't know a single one of you. Exactly. A month ago, I barely knew you and I figured, well, headmaster just wanted me to deliver a book. I'm doing that. Finding out what this dream was and then going back to my studies. And then we got tricked into finding Kettlewort and I hate him. I believe I hate him. Hate is a strong word, and I believe I feel it. <laughs> it is also a very, very uh, good source of power. Also true. Mm, yes, yes. Metal Man, can I take you apart now? No. Damn it. It was worth a shot. It was. You did good. It's Where impressive. is Ezlin? Like, jeez, oh, Pete, it's I'm... been four years. <laughs> I don't think it's been Should four years. Should we just move on? <laughs> the barrier breaks as you're saying this. It's been like ten minutes. Right. Oh... <laughs> It was command where, okay, so we just had to say years, and it, wow, we just wasted well, a long well, time. Well, I don't well, think that's how it works. I think that was purely coincidence. As I you said all... that word so freaking weird. <laughs> I said coincidence. <laughs> I'll stand up and start walking toward the shattered door. <sighs> As you all begin to come together into this room, of all of the rooms that you have been in, this is the one that truly feels like a barrier. It's a massive geometric rectangular room of solid crystal. Above a void of heavy pressing darkness save for the stream of opal light shining from somewhere far below and bathing a 20 foot circle around the center of this room in light. And above it the roiling opal light fills the top of this chamber. Aubrielle walks to the far end of the room, holding on to Eslin's hand, and turns to all of you. This is the final barrier in the bottom of the tree. Far below is the origin of the beam of light underneath you, my coffin in the resting place of Morgul's phylactery. I do not know what lies underneath, as this is the current extent of my power, save full around my coffin. It has been my lot and death to fuel this barrier. Though Morgul and I feed off of one another, his power grows while mine wanes. I pray you'll find your way there and find a way to deal with him. Once I open this barrier and close it, I will not open it again. You will have to find another way out. Do you have any questions before I let you through? So this is the extent of your help? I have done all that I can, though I did give Eslin some artifacts from my old home. She's got the the shield and the sword and the breastplate. These are for whoever can use them. Maya's eyes get about 
this big around. <laughs> Dinner plates. <laughs> I don't believe I can use any of those. How, how do remember. sword? What sword? Sword? What? <laughs> Large bladed object? No. Only knife. <laughs> Breastplate? Breastplate. Is that, uh, yeah. is that heavy armor? Are they, are no, they, it is medium armor. Are they magical at all? That's what I was going to ask. Are they magical? They look immaculate and untouched by time. Oh, oh right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Eslin's drooling at this point. I mean, Naya? Naya. No, Naya. I don't know why I said Eslin. I was going to say, Eslin can't use it. Naya is drooling. <laughs> mm -hmm. I'll, I'll add. switch characters like that. I guess. <laughs> I'm hammer now. <laughs> <laughs> you can take yourself apart. I like being Sarah one for things. I think so. We've got three, only three people who can use any of that, and we have three pieces. I think. So the the sword is a scimitar, which I think is usable by a couple more people. Druids can use scimitars, I believe. Yes, but I have a scimitar. Yeah, I think it's a kind of my The breastplate is a breastplate. Though it is obviously fashioned for a woman, judging by how magical items work, you assume that any of you could wear it, and it would fit to your body. Maybe it wants a giant boob area. I'm sorry. I'll, I'll put, I'm like, just, crackers in there. I'm just like, imagining... Shoot, battle! I'm just imagining Ryu just, like, putting it on, and it's, like, as big as he is tall. It and then it just shrinks to you. <laughs> it's like, thunk... <laughs> And the shield is a bladed the the bladed buckler that you saw uh, the Sildrian statue likes. using. Uh -huh. like Though normal shield? sized. Uh -huh. <laughs> what did you find? I want the shield. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just imagining Dragon Naya taking over and just. <laughs> Yoink! <laughs> I mean, she's vibrating like she's standing there like. Trying to be really nice and let other people look at the stuff, but she's about ready to pounce on that shield if someone don't stop her. Eslin's Dragon just going to hand the shield to Naya. <laughs> Here, I think this fits you best. <laughs> if Naya is not like Wait. happy bouncing, oh for sure, I will be very sad. <laughs> she is definitely like uh, the, the happy sword. hops intensify. Uh -huh. Eslin hands him the sword. Okay, it's a nice sword. No. I'm trying to look no. up what my armor class would yeah, be no, with I the breastplate just cannot compared use. to what my armor class is without it. 14 plus your dex to a bonus of plus 2. So it'd be 16, which is literally what my armor is already without yeah. the shield. Mm -hmm. So there's no difference. But well, if, you have if it's now, a magical weapon, or if it's a magical breastplate... It would go up 1. That might be helpful. Oh, you know, Wait, don't, uh, barbarians lose. Is it magic dollars or just like barbarians? a nice? Okay. Barbarians. Yeah, my. What now? Is it, is it like a nice sword or is it just? Uh, I need to see well, nothing for sure. Uh, it is something so that you believe you would have to attune to. Okay. I wear the breastplate. It's fourteen plus dex up to two, so that's sixteen. Plus one from the plus one armor, so that's 17, plus, plus shield. the shield. So, yeah. 19, so unless 20. somebody else wants the breastplate, it actually would work for me. Would it work for you? 
Or do you have full plate? Yeah, no, I think I've got you probably have full plate. I mean, I can't wear armor. You can't wear it, but he can, and I don't want to take it from him if it will help him. I've got I don't even think I Because really, my AC is only He's got adamantine full plate. Oh, I'm good. Oh, yeah, oh. no, you good for No, him. not full. It's just And it doesn't help you yeah, because right. you already have armor, right? You already have, like, yeah, so buffed armor from being forged. Yeah, I, I have, a, I have yeah, a 22 AC. I'm good. Yeah. Is everybody okay with me taking two things? Yeah, you're yeah. fine. If, if if it's not useful for anybody else, take it. I mean, I it'll, it'll help her for now. Yeah. It'll boost my AC by one, but that doesn't really help me. Can like, you even wear it? Yeah, I oh, think it's Artificer. He, he took Artificer. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Well, but, I mean, it'll only boost me by one, so if you want to take but it. But yours it'll... is a lot higher of a number. Mine would go from 14 to 15. So yeah, like one point is still fifth helpful. Ed, one point one is a One point lot. is still helpful, yeah, and if I'm squishy. taking the shield. Yeah, but he... He's going to be usually in the back, isn't he? Yeah, that's where I'm like, I have, like, uh, last level I took a expeditious retreat so I can get the fuck out of yeah. places. Right. So that's where I'm like. Yeah, yeah. so he can just I mean, you're bail. Gonna, you're going to be You're right going to be up front, front in the. Okay. It's okay. Right to to get, so I'm taking Sildrian's armor and Sildrian's shield that can. Liana's armor Liana's and Sildrian's shield. And Sildrian's shield. Oh, gosh. Naya is dying of fangirl. A little bit. Plus, Esvokir would gladly accept. He would not presume to accept something that he does not really know from people who clearly have more of a connection. So are we going to take the time to attune to him then? <laughs> before we head in? I don't in? think you have to attune to weapons and armor. If it's magical. Depends, Depends on, on how magical weapon. it is. It yeah. De- yeah. I didn't think if it was like just a plus one you had to attune to it. Who said it was just a plus one? I, I don't know. Oh, freaking boy. <laughs> I don't know. How much do you want your AC to be? Let's hope it gets to 20. Naya, you should take these because you'll be next to me most likely, and I'm going to be in danger. I think we're all going to be Are in danger. Sure? She just happens to be up front the most. Isn't your armor 22? Are yes. you sure? Yeah. What am I? This, this is your heritage, not mine. Yeah, I'll I get got it a back later. Mithril oh. plus or mithril half plate plus one. <laughs> Let me put it on. My Are you thing? even wearing it? Of course. No, no, no. Well, no, 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 no. Okay. Sorry, no. I just I was like so looking at my stuff and um, my oh, thing gosh. finally updated. Are so these things already in D and nine? Yes. Here where I just have to look for them. Yes. But I mean, are you? If you guys are going to take the time to attune, are you going to have Rylight identify them? Oh, I guess if we're going to cast as a ritual. Yeah, I forgot about that. Couldn't I just identify them? Do you have the identify spell? I have detect magic. No. I, I think well, we got so it. Aren't, aren't their properties revealed to us once we attune to them? Yeah. I'd hate yes. for him to waste magic or his spell slots. He wouldn't Whoa. be wasting a spell slot if he cast it as a oh, ritual. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 One of my favorite things I about sorcery. I mean, that would, that would be another like hour. That would be another spells. hour to you sit here. Just be like, let you like, ritual identify all three. And really, pieces. that only helps us if we don't what know who's giving it to us. Like, if we just find it in a cave to make sure it's not right. a cursed item. Mm-hmm. So By the way, I would almost say if we ever find a ring of protection, I'm taking yeah, it. So, uh, yeah. It takes an hour to attune. Yes, short rest. But you could also just ritual while we all sit here and attune to it too, so we all know before that. Well, I mean, we're gonna be sitting I, here I for an hour out, either way. Yeah, I would find out everything that you guys would find yeah, out at the same time. I mean, time. we're gonna be sitting here for an hour, another hour yeah. either way. So I'll just attune to it, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and then just to kind of pass the time because Rare Light's good on spells and HP, he's just going to kind of virtual cast uh, identify on him. 
Uh, the breastplate is a breastplate of necrotic resistance. Okay. Am I? What am I looking for in D and D Beyond to add? Armor of resistance. Armor of resistance, necrotic. Mm -hmm. okay. It should give you an option specifically for a breastplate. Okay. Inventory. Equipment. The sword is a corpse slayer scimitar. Uh, the shield is a plus one bladed shield. I will probably have to put that in here, but you can just put it in as a plus one shield. You can use a bonus action for d4 plus strength uh, offhand attack. Nope. Because okay. it functions as a dagger. Okay. Dagger, dagger, dagger. So, but it still gives me armor even though I can attack with it? Yes. Oh. Now that's a third offhand. Huh. <laughs> the ultimate barbarian. <laughs> you said the shield was a plus one? Yes. Because there is such thing as a bladed shield. In yes. So. Well. But it just doesn't have the plus one. But I don't know if... I can go in and modify it, though. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, so, um... No, it's actually not the, letting me pick bladed shield. The, unless I need to look at shield first. The crystal... I'll just put it in there as a magic item for the next session. The crystal that we got, I may have put in magical pink tree crystal. <laughs> and it, and it, it, it just says, uh, crystal from Elson's, Elson's tree. It's pink and sparkly. <laughs> and they sent us, um, text messages of the picture. Yeah. <laughs> a screenshot of it. <laughs> Love it. As you all finish your attunements, she looks at all of you happily. Abrielle looks at all of you happily. I hope that these gifts are able to aid you in getting underneath. I wish that I could come with you myself, but I am tied here. Thank you. I will see you again at the bottom of whatever lies under here, whatever chasm lies underneath. Oh, here, let me just close out. Yeah. Are you all ready? I think so. It's ready as we're going to be. She puts her hand against the wall and the crystal in front of the doorway shatters. Immediately, the acrid smell of acid, the swamp, decay, assaults your nostrils, clings to your olfactory senses. Welcome to Black Dragons. As you all step forward through the door, Aubrielle runs to you, Eslin, again, and hugs you. Stay safe. Hug her back. We'll do our best. See you at the bottom. She looks over all of you for a moment and then steps back and the crystal of the barrier reforms with the flick of her wrist. You take your first few steps past the barrier towards the downward spiraling tunnel 
swallowing the, the nausea from this horrible, horrible scent that clings to everything. It's already permeated all of your clothing. Do washers exist yet? <laughs> Another voice fills your heads. Welcome to my lair. Let us test your resolve. Best of luck, morsels. <laughs> Not for long. Not, Not actual little fingers. Heck off! <laughs> and with that, we will call the session for the. Uh, no. No, we're gonna no. Scram- we're gonna scramble his egg. <laughs> Anybody want, want an egg? omelet? How about scramble?